Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another week's episode of Downtown Podcast. This week, we'll be covering BET Awards, Nicki Minaj versus Purdue Chicken, SZA getting a tat, Pamela Anderson sharing her broken heart, and our usual TV reviews for the week. Let's get into it. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and thank you so much for tuning in with me again this week. My name is Kay, if this is your first week tuning in, and I am the CEO of Downtown World Blog. And we take this time to just deeper a deeper dive into the topics that we do share throughout the week and not just giving you a surface fill and how often do you get to hear from a CEO and their opinions on certain topics. So definitely excited for this week's episode. Now let's get things started. This week, I'm actually introducing a new segment on the show called She Hustle. Now, I've already, we've already started to implement this new segment and hashtag She Hustle um, on the blog. But now I would like to take the time weekly to to shout out just some of the amazing women that I know, admire, and aspire to be, and just giving everyone some of the recognition that they deserve, because it's better to give us our roses now, as opposed to when we are no longer on this earth. Sorry. (laughs) So this week in She Hustle, I want to start off with the amazing, amazing um, Dr. Marijuana Pepsi. Yeah, you heard me right. This lady's name is Dr. Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke. And it used to be Marijuana Pepsi, but a bitch turned into a doctor. So congratulations to you, queen. Now, initially, when I saw this story, I actually seen it on Instagram. No, my, my apologies, on Twitter. And I was like, no way. But I kept reading into it, and then I started searching into her, and it was just like, you are such a queen. First of all, it was kind of hilarious, of course, marijuana Pepsi. Like, why would your parents do that to you? But as well, when um, I was researching into this story, there were so many um, shared stories of people from her neighborhood or I guess where they were growing up in Wisconsin that shared the fact that they would always hear about this marijuana Pepsi and she's been like a hood legend and it's just something that's been talked about. But not everyone, of course, has had the opportunity to meet her, et cetera, et cetera. But more th- most importantly, can you imagine like you just – I don't even – Yeah, like I'm thinking about it. When you're a baby, when do you realize like what your parents or what people are calling you, that's your name? That could be an interesting topic. But anyways, when when um, Pepsi finally realized that, okay, this is my name. And can you imagine the amount of bullying and negativity that people, especially she grew up in the States and Wisconsin, like, what type of strives she must have gone through. Kids are mean, like legit. And 
she she did that. She did that. And she kept fighting and fighting until she went to college slash university. And she actually did her dissertation on Black names. Now, I want to give you the, give you the exact name of what her dissertation was titled. And it was titled, Black Names in White Classrooms, Teachers, Behaviors, and Student Perceptions. Go ahead, queen. Yes, queen. Like, come on. You held that down and you like gracefully, no, I don't know you. And, but from what I'm seeing and hearing, I've never heard of anyone saying in any of these stories, because you know, people are quick to spread the negativity of, oh, she, she was um, fighting this girl. She used to da, da, da. like, and literally she went to Cardinal Stritch University and been like, okay, okay. This is what's going to happen. This is how I'm going to get it done. And who, you know, she had difficult times and maybe times that she felt like she wanted to give up. But the most important thing above it all is she didn't. She stayed and chugged the long course. And I am so proud to just see women bossing up and doing these type of things. And that is what She Hustle is about. Hashtag She Hustle. And it's just about women just in some situations where you wouldn't even really think or just women being excellent as we always are. So congratulations to you, Dr. Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke. And I'm just wishing you all the success moving forward. And if there's any young ladies out there or you know any young ladies out there, please share this story with them because these are the type of things that people need to hear. You never know what point they're at in their journeys that will just help them to continue to move forward. So congratulations to you, Miss Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke. Put some respect on our name. Thanks. Now, this next amazing queen that I would love to get into is, well, first of all, um, she's Black, she's gorgeous, she's motivated, and from what I see in here, she grinds and works fucking hard. So um, I definitely want to highlight and show acknowledgement as well this week in our she hashtag she hustle segment to none other than Miss Tanisha Scott. Now, if you're not familiar with her with her name, that makes a lot of sense because I wouldn't say or see that she's a person that really like, you know, that she would be putting herself out there like that. She lets her work speak for herself, which is just another beautiful factor that via social media, I'm just learning about this beautiful lady. Now, I know most of you, and if you haven't had a chance, you've probably heard it or seen it in your social media feeds about the BET Awards. Now, it was a great show. Despite these low review ratings, whatever you're seeing on the internet, if you did take the time to watch it either online or on your TV, etc., whatever avenue, it was a great show. It was a great show. We'll definitely get into that. Now, there's certain people behind the scenes that definitely help these things to come to fruition and become these great, great end results that we see finally on the TV. Now, through watching Beyonce Homecoming <laughs> and some other things, I'm definitely learning more on the fact of like, when you're doing certain performances and you know the camera's going to be involved, just working like 
your choreography and your stage presence and your creative direction has to be like on point and the cameramans have to be on point to catch these points and moments that you're trying to make etc etc so it is definitely harder than maybe some people would like to believe miss tanisha scott not only not only did she be a boss bitch and majority of your favorite performances at the BT Awards 2019 this year, she was definitely involved, okay? Not only did she choreograph and do the creative direction for Cardi B and Offset's amazing performance, she also did it for Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, and also for her and YBN Cordae. Can you, lady, girl, Congratulations to you. Like, like when you first of all take in the opening performance of Offset and Cardi B, number one, Offset's choreography was on point and he took that risk. And that was really, really dope. Like, you know, you've heard little stories coming out to say, oh, this guy, he had before performed Whitney Houston, etc. But Seeing it, it, when you get people working together and they're able to follow your vision and let you feel comfortable through that, it, it is a beautiful experience. And I believe that that is what we witnessed on that BET stage. Like, I feel like I don't know specifically what she told them to do, but that choreography dance with with um, Cardi B and the chair dancing and then the line and then, you know, Offset was getting to this pop lot. Like, it was so, like, amazing. And I'm so happy that when you do your background research that it was a Black woman behind this and helping this, these things to come out and look so on fucking point. Of course, it couldn't be executed if the artists themselves, et cetera, et cetera. But I definitely just want to give her that because that was so creative. I love the stage setup. Um, you know, some of the formations sometimes in dances can get boring. I felt like she kept it fresh and it was just on queen on point. So not only that, but of course, the number one track in the world right now that's just been boot booting <laughs> Tyler Taylor Swift off of the charts. Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, little old town old town road remix. And she had some say in the creative direction and choreography for that performance as well. Boss. Of course, I didn't like the fact that Lil Nas X was micing it, not really singing, eat fruit, mind your business. But Tanisha's got the parts that you played, the choreography of the dancers. I love the setup and just they were there, but they weren't there. But they were something great to look at in terms of like just their movements and how they were playing and flowing with Billy Ray and um, Lil Nas X being on stage. It was very cohesive. It looked beautiful, beautiful. Okay, then we get into the phenomenal and most like this had to be one of like the most goosebumpy kind of performances for me for the night, which was her. And then only to find out that Miss Tanisha Scott was behind the creative direction for this performance as well with her and YBN Cordae. And it was just beautiful. The lighting, the staging, the, the everything. And then 
her was just able to let out and do her thing comfortably. Like not everyone, it's not an easy job. I need people to just, I keep saying it's not an easy, easy job. And when you have boss women out here doing their thing and helping others to just put their visions in fruition and handle these things like a boss, I am just so happy to be giving you guys your roses while you are here. So this week, our hashtag she hustle segment, it goes to two women this woman this week that I feel displayed amazing excellence. And I'm pr- very sure they will continue before or after I've even mentioned them. So Dr. Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke, don't forget it. And Miss Tanisha Scott, congratulations to you both for just being bosses and encouraging other women out there to just continue being bosses and leveling, leveling up in life and not limiting themselves. So thank you. Now we can get or dive into more our regular segment of downtown don't waste no time with negativity slash eat fruit mind your business. Okay, so I definitely want to just start with the BET Awards. I loved it. No, I didn't watch it in full. I watched it in parts um, off of, you know, my plug website, which I'm not going to give up because I want it to keep working. Now I mean, (laughs) but... I loved it, loved it, loved it. So I actually wanted to start off with, like, obviously, I love Regina Hall and Taraji P. Henson. They'll forever be Black Queens to me. Like, they did such a phenomenal, phenomenal job on the intro, everything. They're moving and jiving more than I can without even sweating with my fat ass. So, you know, definitely shout outs to them for doing their thing and just hilarious, 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 hilarious. So very happy for that. Now, when you first started seeing whatever, I already love the track doing it for clout or clout with Cardi B and Offset, but you literally see Offset come out and just literally like set the tone. And I know I've said this before on different episodes, but keep your eye on Offset. Keep your eye on Offset because what through watching his videos, I'm listening to his lyrics, and now the choreography, like Madam can say whatever they want. The show was on point. It was on point. It had me at the edge of the couch like, hey, hey. <laughs> so, you know, definitely keep your eye on Offset because he has a lot more to offer. You can see, I, I've said before as well how he gives me like this Buster Rhymes vibe mixed with a bit of New Age in terms of just like his energy and certain maybe aspects he does in video, music videos, etc. But keep your eye on him. And he was doing a great job. You totally forgot that, like, well, I kind of forgot. I wasn't really asking where is Cardi B because I was so engaged in what he was doing. And then, boom, you just see her on her man's lap, winding it off and just doing her damn thing. Hair was swishing flawless. Girl, you need to get the plug for that weave because that weave right there or that wig right there it was on point the cut the color the flowing of it like mm, mm, child if you know me you know like when it comes to my weave I'm a serious person I used to have a hair company so I definitely like no good hair good shit when I see it so mm. Cardi B you were looking on fucking point she came out she did her thing she did her choreography she uh it was so boss and I love this new kind of 
once again, Tanisha Scott, definitely involvement. Just seeing all the dancers behind her and just these women just going off and doing these on-point mm, 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 moves. It was very sexy, very fun, and I loved it. So shout-outs to you guys. Um, I think Cardi B like took home also most of her awards. To be honest, when it comes to the BET Awards, I don't know about others, but I don't... The, the actual award itself, not even when I was younger and, like, I'm talking about 0302 watching BT even from then. Like, I wouldn't, I never really like oh, this person won this BT award. Like, it's never been about the awards for me when it came to the BT show. I've always just looked forward to finally get to see, finally getting to see faces that look like me. One and number two, just getting to see the different performers and what they're going to do. Like, I always look forward to knowing that BT can at least fulfill that aspect for me. So. Then you get into, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go to um, YBM Corday and her. It was just such a powerful performance, and I'm not gonna lie. Usually, I tap out these spoken word stuff because I'm like, I prefer to listen to it in different, like digest it in different ways. So, like a lot of times when I feel like I'm watching these artists, it just looks played. It's like generic. Okay, yeah, you're saying words, cool, but. Her, I actually felt like she was meaning what she was saying. The the lighting, the instruments, the ambient, like everything. It was just so powerful. So shout outs to you guys. And once again, Tanisha Scott, like, yo, I'm not, there's some real boss ass women in the world. Like shout outs to you guys, because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, um, without us, we don't know where the world would be. <laughs> Um, but love that performance. Now, I also want to get into um, something that also helped to inspire me. And I'm hoping that it helps to inspire you guys as well. So here we go. Fighting for a seat at the table, something about Oscar so white, Oscar so white. I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because... Because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. <laughs> Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BT. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. Thank you. Own your business. Own your stuff. And own your way. Facts on facts on fucking facts. Okay? So thank you so much, Tyler Perry, for that. I feel like, you know, I discussed before just having this weird position, like being here and doing what I'm doing. And just, you know, you have friends and family and people around you that they don't really get or overstand the vision because they've never, they limit their minds in such a sense. So it's hard to even have conversations with people and just, you know, hearing this and seeing the social media reaction, it seems like a lot of people had definitely taken in what, what Tyler Perry said. And that was just a snippet of the speech, but he definitely deserved that icon award, regardless of Rumors or whatever people want to spread around because at the end of the day, that man not only owns a studio in Atlanta, he owns like a fucking like 
compound, okay? The shit's crazy. And if you're ever in Atlanta and have a chance to have the privilege to drive up there and see it, do it because like it's fucking insane. And then on top of that, it's just like when you're going through that, it just sees the black people, black people in different positions from top to bottom. And we're not going to see that unless we continue to work and take those chances and try to gain success in our own things. And then we will be able to move forward and help others. Like I just, uh, it was just, you know, there's certain points or certain things. I don't know for other, like my fellow entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs, female bosses out there, men out there too, as well. If you're listening, it's just, there are certain things like I have my days of course I'm just like uh like I'm so over this like I'm tired I want to chill and watch this or whatever the case is and I say you know what no get up do what you have to do you made a schedule stick to it because there's times when I'll get certain dms or messages or emails and it will be like people that I I feel like I haven't really seen or whatever in terms of involvement with the page, but they are fully like, keep going, keep doing your thing. We love and see what you're doing. Keep doing it. And that just makes me feel like it gives me like an extra, mm, an extra like 90 days, you know, to just keep going. And Tyler Perry, like, obviously he's a visionary and icon for a reason. Like he, he gets it. And it's just like, what I try to tell people, like, it's just this weird space. I'm not saying, you know, work, get your money, do what you got to do. But Personally, I'm not striving and I feel like we shouldn't strive to just work so hard all this time in schooling and whatever your avenues of getting higher education were. And I'm just going to be sitting in this man's office helping to feed his kids that can just come in, swoop in, get the same position, same opportunities, even more than I've done, et cetera, et cetera. Like, aren't we tired of that? So I realized I was very tired of these things. I was like very tired. You sit down, you map and you plan out what is naturally coming to you because it won't lead you astray. I feel like if you're doing it in the correct sense, you know, obviously downtown didn't start where I wanted it to. And there's been so much like ups and downs and we can definitely get into that. But this is like three years in and it's just at such a beautiful space, a beautiful experience. I, and now that I'm here at this point, I wouldn't ask ask for it to be done in any, any other way. Now, owning your way, you can't like, what people need to understand in the office or whatever the case is, you don't own none of that. At the end of the day, they tell you get up and dip. You got to get up and dip. When you own your own things, there's more accountability, more responsibility. You're able to make choices, choices and decisions that we're not given in other spaces. Like what I'm fighting to do a yearly review and make all these goals that will just be ignored for the next year, you know? So you think about where you're at in life and just where you want to get to and the in-between and be real with yourself, right? Don't lie to yourself. So thank you, Tyler Perry, so much for sharing that message. Um, It was phenomenal. You are phenomenal. Like, and people, they want to discredit this man. At the end of the day, like, Besides African movies, I even look at, like, my mother's generation. When those Medea plays started hitting and you were able to get it on a bootleg DVD or or DVD, like, moms, aunts, church community, it was rinsing. It was rinsing. And he did all that independent. He was directing. He was doing script writing. He was staging. He was providing the space. Like, 
everything like that, that, that you could think of. Like Tyler Perry was taking care of that. So he's not just talking to talk. Like, and I don't feel like, like, you know, sometimes someone gets an award and you're like, oh, why them? Like, I wouldn't question that one because it's very obvious. Yes, there's always a negative side of things, but for the most part, you can definitely say he's created a lot of jobs, helped a lot of people, and people are out there literally making billboards for this man to hire them. That's that's what it is. So shout outs to Tyler Perry for that. Now, you could have had a bad bitch, not committal. <laughs> like, shout outs to fucking Lizzo, bitch. You did that performance. I am so happy that she went to the BET Awards. I am so freaking happy because this is my issue among some other things when it comes to the BET Awards. And saying that to say, okay, for example, I've never seen Normani from Fifth Harmony at the BET Awards, much less performing. Not sure if they asked, but I'm just trying to make a point here. I haven't seen certain, I feel like certain artists or whatever even though they're black, they're trying to avoid. And I get it. You want to up your brand, not understanding why upping your brand has to be for Grammys and whatever, and not at our stuff. But nevertheless, I'm very happy that Lizzo came and did that. It, it wasn't primarily, we weren't primarily her crowd. You can obviously tell that. But I was so happy to see the crowd reaction because I love her new album. I love it. It's a great experience. I follow her on Instagram. Like she's fucking popping and she's repping for it. The BB, is it? No, I don't want to say it wrong. But for the bigger woman out there, and I love it. She's sexy. She's confident. Her weave's on point. Her dances are on point, and she can fucking play. Okay, so let's get into it. She's doing her thing. Choreography's on point. Okay, da 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 da. Dancing, dancing, dancing. And then boom, flute on your asses. Like I seen Reed jump up so fast. Like hey, like even I seen certain random like rappers in the crowd jamming and going the fuck off to Lizzo because. That is what a bad bitch does. And she killed that performance. And if you didn't know who Lizzo was, you knew after watching her performance on the BT Awards and had to go search and be like, where this bitch come from? So shout out to you, Lizzo. You did that performance so amazing. Loved, loved the flute per usual. Loved your execution. Loved the outfit. Loved the twerking. Loved it all. So BT Awards, in my opinion, they did a very very good job this year like despite everything going on and I remember watching um I believe I was watching interview on the breakfast club with Charlemagne and the owner for BET now and you know she's just talking about the things we always say but at the same time like for example I kind of sort of seen Nicki Minaj posting and kind of getting shady with BT and I get it whatever somebody at work posted a bad tweet about you etc you canceled everything you want to see it fall and crumble which I'm not sure why because BT has also done so much for you in your career and I definitely I don't think I would have known Nicki Minaj the way I did if I didn't see her on the BT awards like this so it was just like for for them to be like oh it's the lowest ratings ever and this and that and I remember in the interview, the lady was explaining that you could do your research. I'm not going to share her name because she made it quite evident that she wasn't really like wanting to be out there like that. But when you when she's talking about there's lots of people they contact, lots of like people's careers, they've paved the way and opened up doors for them through BET. And now it's time for our only like 
well, it's not our only award show, but the one that's televised because NAACP isn't televised and Black Girls Just Walk, which is BT. So BT, you know what I'm saying? And they're not coming out. And I just feel like for Nicki Minaj to be saying things along the line of like a pristine award show, like no offense, but what are you doing that's so pristine? Anaconda ain't no pristine, like, you know what I'm saying? So just because whatever politics, you don't have to do them like that because they have still done a lot and there will still, BT will still continue to do a lot. And being that this is like the only black entertainment fucking network that we have in the world on this level, it's just like, yes, we can continue to see all the negative things that we see or hear or whatever the case is, but how can it get better if us ourselves are turning our back on BET and going to the Grammys instead and going to MTV Awards instead and all these things? Like, the crowd makes it. And I will admit, I was shocked to see certain people getting camera time or, like, where they were placed seating in the award show. But at the same time, I thought about it. And I'm like, hey, if I invited the people that actually deserve to have this camera time or I don't want to say deserve because I'd love for everyone to get an opportunity. But for, like, them to, like, say shade and be like, oh, why is Dre da 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 They've always been at the shows. But if the people, the higher-up people don't want to come and they need people to fill and it's a very socially conscious um, time now, these people with very high, high social pro- profiles and interactions, hey, take the seat. You look great anyways. I'll give you camera time. Show up do your thing, look entertained, and that's that. So I'll wait. And okay. (laughs) So that's that. And I mean, lots of surprises coming, but BT has always been there. So it's just kind of like, uh, why people just love to like shade our own stuff, but at the same time, like, what are you doing to help our things be better? Um, (laughs) Now we get into... Miss Mary J. Blige, and she received the Lifetime Achievement Award, and she, like, completely smashed her set. No, no disrespect to the queen. I'm not going to lie. At the very, very beginning, it was a little bit shaky with some of the notes. But when she get into that, oh, if you look at my life and see what I've seen, like, killed it. And then you get to see little Kim just come out and do her, her, her 16, like, effortlessly looking phenomenal not looking too great for Foxy Brown sorry girl you fruit mind your business but um just seeing that energy and how the crowd's reaction some of the young people in the crowd when they're panning to their faces like they weren't getting it and like oh like you need to get educated and get familiar but the thing was like Mary didn't even get to perform like her full you know what I mean she's only performing about maybe 30 seconds per track like just hits after hits after hits after hits and then, you know, she had, you know, dark chocolate. Is he dark? I don't think. Is Method Man dark? I don't know. But he's looking fine as hell. And even though he's at that age, still looking fine as hell, totally fanned out. Seeing him perform that with Mary, that used to be the, one of my favorite tracks back in the day. Yo, oh, do, 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 do. that bass is kicking. So great job. Loved the stage presence. Loved her energy. Some people tried to be like, oh, she looked tired and she wasn't there. But I was like, she looked great. And I thought about it. And I was like, even if they were like, oh, we're going to have so-and-so perform this for your tribute and da-da-da. Mary was like, ah-ah-ah, bitch. 
I'm going on tour. I'm on tour with Nas. I still got it. Ain't nobody doing my Lifetime Achievement tribute but me. Boom. That was done. Period. Eat fruit and mind your business. And she smashed it. So that's what that is. Um, love to see um, the, the outfits. Ooh, Justin Sky looked phenomenal. Ella May, Lizzo's brown outfit headpiece, like sexy. Everyone looked phenomenal and great. Melanin is great. So definitely looking forward to see what they have for BT. What would it be? 2020. Shit. So let's see. Purdue chicken. Purdue chicken. <laughs> Nicki Minaj has re, I guess, entered the the outside world so everyone can see her and things to discuss. Um, and Queen Radio is back. To freedom! <laughs> I fucking love Queen Radio because legit, like, she's really good at this. Like, she's really, really great at doing this radio show it's just that god damn either way you need a ratchet dosages and who child so just for um i'm not gonna get into like a full background but basically um miley cyrus decided to drop some new track or whatever the fuck she dropped because to be honest like let me just yeah so she dropped her new uh, track and for whatever reason she decided to put a line in the song something along the lines of um what was it again um I love you Nikki but I listened to Cardi now girl girl you were the same girl we were seeing up twerking doing whatever God knows what you were doing on stage now you're all with the black people you're loving da 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 da, da whatever whatever now all of a sudden you're back to your your roots in your country, et cetera. Okay, cool. Do your thing, girl. Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. But now you're coming out your track and literally, like, you had, like, no reason whatsoever. Whatsoever. So it's, like, literally anything Nikki did after that, I can't even be like, oh, well, you know, she didn't have to say that or whatever. Because, Miley, you didn't have to say that. And I don't care. Like, you're still Miley Cyrus. You still say something about Taylor Swift. Say something about Katy Perry. Why you got to say something about Nicki and, and and Cardi B? Like, why are you doing that? Why are you stirring? Anyways, so moving forward in Queen Radio, the queen had to get some things off of her chest. She just had to. So definitely Purdue Chicken, which is a.k.a. Miley Cyrus, she had to let them know. Like, she was in the stew. You know, blowing, <laughs> blowing certain people, and how dare you bite the hands that write verses for you? <laughs> if that could be a saying, that's what it is. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, like, girl, stop it. So, the queen had to, you know, put down her gavel, and that's what that's that. So, shout out to you, queen, for laying it down because a lot of times I'll say certain things about Miley and it's like, people will be like, oh my gosh, but I love her. Like, there's nothing wrong with her. And then, 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 but like, what's good? Like, why are you doing that? You're not a part of this. Like, put, put, channel those energies to another direction. I just feel like it was completely unnecessary, tacky, and everyone knows you sucked. Um, that guy's dick and it's just messy. So mm, eat fruit, mind your business, but girl, you should have done that been been doing that i'll have a bowl ready for you so that's what that is other things on queen radio um 
I think they said before, but her and her boo got um, their marriage license. So happy for them and what they're doing and getting done. And they're looking sexy and lovely. Um, Barbie and Ken, I guess that's what it is. Um, Black China was also on there. And, you know, they're talking some sexy talk, etc. cetera. Um, shout outs to Najee Chill, because I do kind of watch his um, cigar talk. And I love what he's trying to do. So I was kind of shocked, actually, to hear him on Creed Radio, because it's good to here when I feel like there's actual other like bloggers, reporters, hosts, people in this field that I feel actually have valid like opinions and they make sense and they have sense, which is not so common, have these opportunities where people can hear actual questions being asked. So thank you for that, Najee. And thank you, Nikki Minaj, for coming up with that. And, you know, she briefly talked with like her new management. She's sucking dick and it was lovely. Um, it seems like she does have something else coming. It sounds like she has something else coming because, you know, she has obviously been ghost for a bit. I am sad and disappointed that she's no longer going to be on this tour with Chris Brown because, like, fam, that would have been a lit e experience. Um, so that's been canceled. There's a lot of rumors still spreading and spreading to say, oh, she's pregnant. But, you know, it's her business. So when she's ready to come out and share with us, she will. And I just, I love the track, uh, Megatron. Loved her feature on Babs, as I said last week. And I'm looking forward to what she has to come in. Um, she did try and say Christina words about being PT, but Nikki, we love you. I would love to send my deepest condolences to SZA. She shared via social media um, through a tattoo that her grandmother has recently passed away. So I definitely like to prayers and prayers and strength to you and your entire family. I definitely know what it feels like to lose my grandmother. I've lost both of them and it's been a difficult, very difficult experience on both sides. Um, I recall even one of my grandmother's funerals having to like read the eulogy and it was just like, it's a lot, especially like that's why I love to tell younger children and kids that I know now, like value your grandparents every time that you get to like spend with them. Definitely do that because they have such wisdom and light and energy and they can just give you so much clarity that maybe your parents can't offer. And it's just such a beautiful connection to have those generations kind of link up and it's hard. It's hard and it hits you. So my condolences to SZA and her entire family on that situation. The trailer recently came out for Queen and Slim and who is kind of like the black version of Bonnie and Clyde. And I am loving this trailer. I believe they were like, see you in, see you in October, November. And I was like, fam, then why would you tell me now? Now you just have me like just looking and waiting. Now I got to wait like all these months. Like why? Why are you doing that to me? So, you know, let's look out for that. Lena Waif is a part of that project as well. So <laughs> Queen's doing as Queen should do. So looking forward to that. Um, the Hills, like a revamped version is bad. I don't know about y'all, but I used to watch The Hills back in the day with Lauren and all the mess. And I'm not going to lie. I loved it. That's when MTV was really popping. So now they've revamped it and The Hills has a new 
like not all the original characters are there, but most. And they've also added in some new. And some of that new includes Pamela Anderson. So it was really dope to see her and see what she has to say or share or what her storyline was. Um, unfortunately, she sh- she shared something which I know too many females that go through the situation. You're with your boo, think it's your boo, you're having a great time only for him, only for you to find out that he's been leading a double life. I guess that's what white people want to call it. I'm just calling you cheating. <laughs> like, you were dog. Like, and it's crazy because, like, Pamela Anderson shared how, like, she said, like, it was via social media. I think it was on Instagram. She had a long post. And basically, she was saying, like, you know, you, her partner, I'm not even going to say his name because it's not worth it. Um, he would always share to be like, oh, how his teammates are monsters and how they have like secret women and side chicks living on the same street as their wives. And it's disgusting. And they would never do that and blah, 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 blah. Well, girl, in my experience, especially when I hear a man saying that, run. <laughs> because they're full of shit. And that's exactly, unfortunately, what happened to Miss Pamela Anderson. Okay, with her sexy fine self, this man dogged her. She was thinking they were in love, they're living their great life, and he had some next woman this whole time, teeter-tottering between the two, letting them both feel like they're number one, and that wasn't the case. Men aren't shit, literally. And it just, it's like just disgusting. Like, literally, I'm tired of saying this. If you don't want to be with that person or you're not able to give them 100% of what you clearly know they want from you, just leave and do your own thing. Like, just leave her alone. Like, and it's crazy because you're here thinking, okay, when I get rich to a certain point, like, well, it won't be that way. Men will be, you know, but no. Unfortunately, it's happened to almost every single woman I can think of, up or down on the scale of success in life. And it's just disgusting. And it's just like crazy. I also, you know, unfortunate to share the story. Um, I met someone the other day I was shopping and, you know, this girl, she was really down. Her energy was off and she was helping me like get something that was under lock and key in the store. And I was like, I'm sorry to pry, but you know, is everything okay? Like what's going on? She is another black girl. She got in her bag. So like, I wasn't saying it in any, you know, way. So I asked her and her response was, wow, like, honestly, like, thank you so much for asking. And she was basically like, I'm not okay. She was basically like, yo, this guy that she used to like, well, not even used to. So I don't know the status because mm, know how that goes. But she's like this guy that she's talking to. And he told her that she had, he told her that he only has one kid and they're great and they're in love and it's her boo and, you know, clearly digmatized. And she's like, she just found out that he actually has five more. Yeah, you heard me. Five more kids. Disgusting, fam. Number one, any man that's not claiming his youth or his youths, you're disgusting and you're whack. You're really fucking whack because why would you deny your children? That's whack. Just to get with a girl, that's whack. And if that's how it is, then you shouldn't be with that girl because who, if you're a parent, then at that point, whoever you're going to be with has to accept the fact that, okay, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm involved in. 
Number two is just like the fact that yo, you're leading on this poor young lady to only like break her heart because I'm very sure if you told the bitch, yo, I got six kids, she would not have been with you. Or even if she turned you into a fuck thing, like that's just how the world goes. See what I'm saying? But like let people give people truth so they can make a decision from there. Communicate, have conversations. Like now she's just there having a whack day at work, nearly in tears, having some stranger, you know, I know myself, but I'm a stranger to her. You know what I mean? Having some stranger hug her up and be like, okay, ma, like I'm here. And, you know, I encouraged her the best I could and I let her know, like, queen, you're not alone. Been there, done that. And it's just like, get your shit. I was like, hey, regardless of what's going on your hair, we're getting your fucking bag, okay? And no man can take that from you. Get your bag, sis. Get your coins up. Keep your hair fresh. Da, 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 and keep doing you eat fruit, mind your business, and you will be fine. You will be all right. You know, a lot of the times we forget who we are. And these stinking men feel like they can let us know or they just tread along with their man whore selves. Be the best you, you can be. Be down, but don't be down for too long. And that's how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like sickening. Like, I know I'm corny. I want someone to love me for me. I just want to be in a committed, like, you know, just straight, we're honest with each other type of relationship. But these ninjas out here, they just like, nah, they want to wave their flags at the world. Cool. Okay, do that. And then when you want to turn them to a fuck thing or, you know, on the lowest side thing, whatever, then it's just like, Nah, 100% me and da, da 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 But, like, you're not doing that, fam. So, like, what do you expect? But, you know, to all my queens out there, value yourselves. This is the season where this shit's going to happen. You know, we're in Toronto. For my fans, not my fans. What am I talking about? That's whack. For my listeners in um, Toronto, Carabana's coming up. So, you done know already, mans are going to have those fake American accents, the fake the rentals are coming out telling then he's gonna tell you his whip is in the shop all of that type of stuff so mm, <laughs> queen value yourself and get your bag up done no all right guys so now i would love to get into um the sh our show reviews for this week so i actually want to start off with lemon hip hop atlanta um this week's episode mm, some things mm, 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 but some things this week that I do want to highlight from the episode, you fruit mind your business. <laughs> um, Mimi, and it was showing like her constant drama with Stevie J. And now it's like causing Ty to kind of be like, yo, if you can't get this man to fix up, I'm going to have to be skate out, you know? And that's unfortunate because it's literally like I've been watching like <laughs> Love and Hip Hop for years. So it's like, you're watching these characters and these individuals. You don't know what's taking what's real. I can only talk about what I'm seeing on my screen, right? But Mimi has given Stevie J so many chances. It's like Jocelyn. That's all I need to say. And I'm not even including all the other things. You know what I mean? And it's just like, at this point, whatever, you're doing what you're doing. You're off where you're off with faith even though there's some rumors swirling that it looks like there's trouble, but whatever, eat fruit, mind your business. But now that Ty is back from ball and it's just like causing a strain on their relationship because Ty's like, yo, number one, Stevie J's already cracking jokes because Mimi's now like lesbian 
And number two, it's just like mad disrespectful. It's just like, I totally get what Mimi's saying. Like, stay out of my stuff. Like, do you want me or something? Like, what is it that you want? Because it's like, I'm trying to move forward. And every time I try to move forward, you're just up in my shit, regardless of you not paying child support and being where you need to be. Um, to not waste time with negativity. I feel like Mimi did fully say to Ty, okay, don't worry about it, boo. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to go talk to him. But literally, like, you see her talking to CVG, and he's still, like, so childlike and just immature. And he's just like, fam, like, what do you not get? You know what you said. Like, you let y'all should adopt your own. Like, come on, hold that to yourself because you know what you meant. And that wasn't cool because you can also see that their daughter, I believe her name is Eva. She's so cute and precious. She actually, like has love for Ty. So it's just like, why are you, why are you doing all the extras? You're, you're out with your woman, just let her be. And it's just these men, like I'm telling you, these men, man, shut up the clock. <laughs> and then you move on to like young Jack, Jaziel. And literally you're there talking about, you want to marry Kendra. You're telling everybody you want to marry Kendra, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know if this is boosting for the show in terms of like just the foolishness you're doing. Like, why are you flirting with these things? Why are you interviewing these things? Why are you having these relations with women in a shop? If that is actually what's happening, this, why are you doing that? If you said you're in the mind space to want to get married to someone. Now it's just all this mix up with Carly Red and you know, she love Chatan. She's just bringing all these extras and it's just like, Jock, at the end of the day, like, yes, I get it. The other people are being messy, your baby mother, etc. But if you did not do any of this, the rumors could not have started from anywhere. So I'm going to say it like that. For every man that decided to be like, oh, but why were you going through my phone? And but why are you searching through my shit? Everyone deserves their privacy. But at the same time, my ninja, I wouldn't have found nothing if your ass was doing and being where you're supposed to be and where you said you're going to be and who you're going to be with and not being a nasty nigga and disrespecting me. So I get it. And we're going to see how this unfolds. Um on the other side of things, I believe that the season's almost coming to an end because I already see drama starting to roll out with Erica Mena, <laughs> Erica Mena and Safari. And I'm not going to lie. I am assuming that it's because they're going to be on another Love and Hip Hop doing whatever. So um, mess, mess, mess. Eat fruit. My, my business. That's how I feel right now. I'm not even diving into all of that. So <sighs> Blessings to them all. Um, this week on TI Tiny and Friends Family Hustle, um, a very difficult episode for me. There are a lot of things um, that definitely was shared. Um, what I more kind of wanted to dive into just a little bit was the the, the situation between Latoya and her husband. And I just want to say on the side note, I really just love their relationship. At first, I was just kind of like, I'm not going to lie. Why is LaToya on the show? But I'm getting to learn her more and understand her more as an individual and not just someone that used to be on Destiny's Child. And I've I've recently finished watching Greenleaf. So I'm just seeing, like, understanding her more as an individual now. And I just respecting her a lot more. And never not that I didn't have respect for her. She's queening out here. But... Just seeing how her and her husband were communicating and just seeing what they said were, was happening and be like his mother and her sickness and praying 
praying for your family because that cancer bitch, it's not a joke. I've definitely gone through that. Not myself, but if you mind your business. So just seeing how they communicated and how Latoya was just being so supportive to him and him just even taking the time to communicate with her sitting on the couch and them like holding hands while talking to each other and just kind of like, this is what I'm going to need from you and the other person and just like effective communication, like what I just strive for. So it was really dope seeing that. And I, wish that people would take that snippet and put a highlight on that to just show like communicating when you're in situations it doesn't even have to be intimate one with people that are even just involved in your life and just knowing that it's not what you say all the time but it's also how you say it and just that was very beautiful to witness even though it wasn't a beautiful converse a beautiful situation that they were discussing and I just really really loved and enjoyed seeing that so Let's try for that because it was amazing seeing their connection and just how supportive they were being of each other. Okay. Um, as well, I love the fact, once again, we're talking about support and effective communication. Um, T.I., and he brought one of his older sons to see Ninth Wonder. If those of you who don't know Ninth Wonder, do your research because that's whack. You should know. Um and his son is actually aspiring to be a producer. And, okay, I get it. Not everybody knows Ninth Wonder or someone big like that to bring their you. I get it. But let's look at the principles and the values behind this situation. A parent is being supportive of their children's aspirations. And that's the meat of it. That's the meat of it. I feel like a lot of um, the issues sometimes in Black families and our families is like, a lot of what I'll hear a child say is, I don't feel like my parent is being supportive enough. I don't feel like they're being there for me. I don't feel like they get me. I don't feel like they're trying to really like whatever. And I feel like it's true. <laughs> like, like parents need to know, fine, you may not feel like you're the richest and poorest, but I literally see white families, whatever they have, whatever they can do, whatever they own, like it's yours. Like I'm not fighting you. I'm not asking you all these questions about it. Fuck it up, whatever. It's ours. It's yours. It's our family legacy. And I believe T.I. overstands that. And he's just letting his, his child and his, based on the show, kept his end of the bargain, which is in terms of doing his schooling and he's almost done, et cetera. And he's sharing this with his dad and T.I. is being a great listener and being supportive. And like he said, now that his child's turned to a certain age, the whole point is for them to flee the coop. So if he doesn't want to flee the coop, that means it wasn't that great to begin with. He's not, he doesn't feel like his parenting was doing everything it should have been doing. So shout outs to T.I. on that. That was really big. And I wish a lot of young parents coming up as well, you'll look at that and understand, even though you feel like you may not have anything or whatever, it could even be a pair of headphones. Like give it to your you. If they, if that's what's going to help them to excel in their dreams, or even if you feel like it's going to go a certain way, sometimes you have to let a person get bitten to know what the bite feels like. See, I'm saying so they'll know how to tread the next time. So really love to see that. Parents supporting and being supportive of their children's aspirations. Beautiful. Um, this week in Games People Play. Man, I am loving this show. Like, y'all need to get up on this. Um, 
Like, I feel like maybe that was the season finale or it's coming to an end. But, yo, Vanessa was the killer. Vanessa was the killer. Like, and her husband is gay. What? I literally, like, I I was feeling something funny about the husband because the way he was always, like, to Marcus, oh, like, everything okay? I could do anything. So let me know I could do anything for you. Like, I felt like he was always, like, you know, so I was like, what's wrong with this man? But he could have been just a supportive teammate. Okay, boom. But then when the stuff started really circling in and, yeah, I was like, why is Vanessa at at this event with Roxanne and everything was just kind of coming together? And I was like, wow. Um, the, the scene at the pool though, when like they were having the, the confrontation and, um, Vanessa and, uh, thing were kind of going back and forth. It was a little bit, um, it wasn't that clear and effective, like how the police would understand what she did to arrest her. Cause it still looked like they were going to arrest Lauren. I didn't really care Vanessa commit, but that could have just been me kind of tuning out of the show um, for whatever reason. So it was a really, really dope episode. Ca- totally caught me off guard. Now I want to make sure now that I want to see how this plays out. And then what my girl is just pregnant. No. And she don't know what the father is like, Ooh, the drama so you gotta like they solved one for you so you had to expect that they weren't gonna like fucking they have to come with something else to keep you right so looking forward to see what they have coming like all the actors on there are doing a phenomenal job and um it's a great show to watch now this brings us to the end of this week's show and if you made it to this point thank you so so much for your support um We have the new segment, She Hustle, in there, and I just want you to spread the word, and let's continue to raise each other up, because don't waste no time with negativity. Eat fruit and mind your business. These are things that will help you to just continue to excel further in life. This week, we discussed a lot of things, but I go back to this topic again, communication. And it's just very important. The more we communicate with each other, I feel like the better place the world will continue and aspire to be. So very excited to just see what's in store for this week. We have some things we're coming to announce soon. Um, Don't forget to follow us at Downtown World on Instagram. If you would like to comment, send an email or anything like that, um, have a conversation. My name is Kay. The email is downtownworld at gmail.com. And thank you so much, guys, for your continuous support and ordering your shirts. And if you would like to continue supporting, add more colors to your collection, etc., please don't forget to visit shopdowntown.bigcartel.com. And I want you all to have a beautiful, blessed week. And don't forget to not waste time with negativity and eat fruit and mind your business. Hey! Downtown. You're about to go.